Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It is the Mike Caldas Show. It's 1025 The Bone. Let's get Steve-O. Bring Steve-O in the studio. Huh? What are we wasting time looking at Spanish for? What is today? Friday? Tonight? Spanish? Is he, no, he's not at Hush no. today because he's going to Baltimore, right? No. Look at that guy right there. Steve-O is here. I don't know why you came. I wouldn't have come all the way here with sold-out shows. That's how much I love you. Hey, man. You're a good dude. What's up, dude? I, I was so psyched to come here. Uh, I am very happy to see you yeah. for so many reasons. Likewise. First of all, you are one of my favorite people. You Likewise. Ma- you make me happy. <laughs> cool, man. Uh, and two, you make me nervous. You are. You realize I'm. People are now. I understand. They are, I've, I've heard all about this. <laughs> and, and these people are idiots. Um, like, you yeah. are. People are blaming me for ending the Jackass franchise. I, I have never blamed you at all. <laughs> Clip thirty four. What is it? Clip thirty four. Oh, oh, like, hold on, like, I want to hear yeah, it. Yeah, no, right. Let's let's hear. It. I don't have a thirty four. Uh, hold, right, hold on. Hold on. I, I've said it so many times to so many people. I said there's a there's a radio DJ in Tampa. Who, you, who, who by I the way, and yeah, I, I really love. Love and respect, and uh, and and how much I appreciate how you were candid in saying what you said. You don't just say you really put me over. You look at Larry King and you're like, "There's a guy in Tampa." And he's, I mean, you just like, like everybody should know. It was wonderful. Right. I love it. Maybe very proud for sure. Uh, and you should be. You're a great. You're a great radio guy. Man. And and if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'll play. This is which way, is this all of them? Uh, that's just uh, the latest one. <laughs> okay. Is there ever gonna be another so jackass? This is, this is, I don't even know. This is, there's Adam Carolla. There's Larry King. There's, there's like, I was like, oh, this is. Yeah. People are like, hey, Steve-O mentioned you on uh, this podcast. Sure. I go, great. Listen, to it. and I listened to it. And I went, oh my god. Is there I, ever going to be another jackass? It's not happening. I doubt it, man. Like, yeah. uh, we got to get all the guys healthy, you know. Right. Like, uh, I should say the remaining guys, which is a sad thing to say, but. Uh, yeah, if, uh, you know, <laughs> the guys the podcast? No, I don't know. I don't know what this, this is, is like the latest Rich, one. Rich Roll. Yeah, this was from May oh, of 2016. So okay. This is the least popular one but of that, the ones that you put <laughs> Just a few weeks ago. That's why yeah, I grabbed yeah. this most. healthy. Some of the guys are, uh, you know, can free up. I uh, sound like I'm, I'm about to kill myself in this clip. <laughs> yeah, you do. You sound like you were writing it as you're about to jump off the ledge. <laughs> it's just uh, every, every so often. Um, there would be uh, like one of the typically one of the, the, the this one guy from Jackass will will initiate an email. By the way, now that leads me. You never say who it is. You always say like one guy usually starts it. So in my mind, Preston is naked <laughs> yeah. and crying, and he's like, oh, "I got nothing going. Oh, you guys got something? I'm too fat to skateboard. So all I have is this movie. Like, and you took Dave, it away. It's Dave England. <laughs> oh. Even better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, to the whole cast and oh Spike God. Jones and Knoxville, Tremaine, you know. Um, What's that? <laughs> it says Steve O, former nut stable. Why <laughs> former? Like, what, are you taking you that away from me? <laughs> <laughs> come on, guys, come on. Like trying to rally to get right. like, a fourth Jackass movie um, underway. And um, 
it generally like uh, doesn't catch fire. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. it really is not really. Just get to the good part. Yeah, where's the? Dying. Kill the clip, man. Get, we'll get, it. We'll get it. Oh, here you go. There you go. That's what you talk about me. Here we go. Um, okay. I I responded to the last one by saying, hey, you know, I was in. Um, Tampa promoting shows on the radio and this this uh, radio DJ guy named Mike Calta there it is ladies and gentlemen that really was impactful to me he said that when he went to the theater to watch Jackass 3D that he went with uh, a fear the nervousness that it would have reached a point already that it was it had become sad oh that's oh. it killed it the man who killed the franchise right there Dude, that's it. i'm not doing any more podcasts i never heard of <laughs> <laughs> yeah save it all for the famous ones oh my god uh, ah man, like uh, that that bummed me out that clip. Yeah. Um, in any case, dude, it's all good. And if if there was any blame for for there not being another jackass in the works, like um, let's let's be frank, you know, like mm-hmm. it's it, it's squarely on Bam. <laughs> <laughs> Get healthy. Dick. Uh, how how is he doing? I saw him last week, you know, uh, he wasn't in terrible shape, but I was doing shows at the Richmond Funny Bone, yeah. and uh, he's like, oh, I'm driving down to Richmond, cool, and I'm like, sweet, let's meet up, and then he's like, man, can I get on stage for like 10 minutes? And I'm like, sure, and uh, then I did all my press, I'm like, yeah, Bam's gonna get on stage, and, and he just disappeared. Oh, and he didn't I, show? Yeah, he got cold feet, he took off, he never even, never even said anything, he just flaked out. Oh, um, that's not good. Whatever, man. I mean, I'm not going to hold that against him. But, no, but, uh, but you in know, general, it's... like this whole thing that he's done with the, you know, the VH1 rehab TV kind of thing. Yeah. It's just a bummer. And and I wish that uh, everybody just wants him to get healthy and and do well. How how much? Like I don't know when he was doing Viva La Bam, which to me was one of my favorite things ever. Uh, seriously, I bought the DVDs and I was driving around and watching while I was in the car. What uh, what was his drug level then? Like, it didn't seem to me like he was other than whatever the fun stuff was. Right. Uh, I think that um, with Bam, mostly it's alcohol. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, it's always been mostly with alcohol, and I think that. Uh, I guess there's been some kind of like you know uppers, but I would guess primarily so that he can just drink more alcohol. Keep going, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I don't want to like talk bad about Bam, but I just no. like, like everybody just like like I said, everybody wants him to get healthy. Everybody wants him to do well. And um, do you feel like you have some sort of burden because you have? Uh you have straightened yourself up that you have to be like the angel of the jackass crew? I, I, God, no. <laughs> you know, like, uh, there, there's no, nothing about that. Like, uh, you know, I don't have to be an angel or anything. But I think that what there is, is there's there's kind of a sense that, oh, hey, you know, Knoxville organized an intervention and got Steve-O sober. So why, why can't they do that for BAM? Right, right, know? right. And the thing about it is that at the time when, when they pulled the intervention on me, it was uh, it was really clear, black and white, that I qualified for California's fifty one fifty law, which is the same as Florida's Baker Act. Yeah, lock you up. You know, Baker Act. They just lock lock them up. You right. Know? And they they got me locked up, and I was in I was in such terrible shape that the uh, psychiatric ward was able to keep me legally, and they just kept me long enough until it, it clicked for me that I really needed to do what I needed to do, and um, so. 
it was fortunate the way it worked out. And the thing is that if somebody isn't inclined to be willing to get help and to be willing to do the work that it takes to get clean and sober, then there's not really anything you can do to help them. Right, right. You know, right. I compare it to a swimming pool. Like, uh, you know, it's like super uncomfortable when you jump in the swimming pool, but if you, you know, decide you want to stay in and paddle around, like soon enough it kind of doesn't. Works out, yeah. You know, soon enough, like you acclimate and it doesn't feel cold anymore. Yeah. But you just can't go like pushing people in the pool and expect them to stay in, you know? Can I tell you, uh, as I said, something that resonated with you, what you left with me? Sure. You said that the thing that you missed most about doing drugs is the voices that oh, I used yeah, to hear. Big time. <laughs> big time. Yeah, I don't I, want, like I don't want a beer or like uh, you know like a doobie or something. Like I want to pile drugs into my body right. until there are people walking around that that aren't physically there. We so I'm, I, till, like till I'm in on like the. In some other dimension. Yeah. I, I gotta tell you, did you ever watch that, the demise and rise? I wound up watching it like uh, actually not that long ago, probably about about one year ago. I gotta tell you, I watched it whenever it came out. That was frightening. I mean, to watch you the way you were, I was like, this guy's right. out of his the, mind. The most frightening thing is that everything that I said and did at the at, at my worst, I just thought it was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was on. I'm like, man, I am on to something, dude. This is the coolest thing ever. Then it turned out like it, it was. Actually, that cool. <laughs> I think of, I don't do drugs. Not not. I'm not against them. I just never got into it. You know. Right. I, I tried smoking pot a couple of times. It doesn't really do anything for me. But I want to do some of that stuff. There's a guy who hosts a show here on Sundays. It's Migs and Swig. And Swig is he's a uh, sober for like 30 years now, uh-huh. whatever. But he said the other day they were talking about this news story where they said that Molly. And ecstasy and drugs like that, they're being used for medicinal purposes. I forgot what it was, people with cancer or something like that. And he said, I'm such an addict that I almost wish I had cancer so I could take ecstasy again. And I thought, man, you guys must have had a ball. Oh, dude. Like the, the, that's a good example. Yeah. Um, I, I went to the theater and watched uh, the Amy Winehouse documentary, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is like, for, I mean, you don't even have to have necessarily seen the documentary to get that it is the least glamorizing, you know? Sure. It is just like the most utterly upsetting like display of, of uh, chronic, you know, addiction. And I walked out of the theater just like really like, I'm like, man, you know, I've been sober for years. And uh, I don't really have urges, but that documentary made me want to get loaded. Like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, there was nothing that looked good about it, and I'm the one who walked out like really wanting to get out. <laughs> Everyone you didn't else get is... the point of the documentary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is such a way. She was a talent. Why was she? Uh, you know, I, was like, I need some cocaine. <laughs> right. <laughs> what do you miss the most? Uh, I mean, like I said, I mean, hearing voices was was great. Like, I mean, what uh, drug though? Oh, what drug? Yeah, like if there's one you could use casually, and not, you know, if you knew, hey, you I could know, use. You know, like I, uh, I don't even. I used to have like a. I don't even really have like one favorite. You no, know? I mean, I don't know. I mean, like uh, the the staples were. Of course, alcohol and weed right. first, and then. But then the thing is that as soon as I have a drink or two, then I need to have some cocaine. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah you know. All. And then I can't like, you know, deal with cocaine without having some kind of pills. And then like, so that's sort of the the kind of family of like the immediate family. Right, right. But then like you know like the. 
the extended family would come for, for visits. Like, you know, like, <laughs> Uncle Meth is here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never really got into meth, but I, of course I never turned it down either. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but I would like, oh my God, ketamine was, I loved ketamine. I don't even know what ketamine is. It sounds like a vitamin. If somebody Ket- said take ketamine before you work out, I'd be like, all right. <laughs> ketamine is, uh, it's like pharmaceutical PCP and, oh. and, and they, uh, Use it to uh, for, for for like horse tranquilizers. Yeah, or something, yeah, yeah. Like, You know, I mean, dude, I had some experiences on ketamine that were that were wild, man. Like, I remember being in a hotel room in London, England, and just doing it to the point, like doing it to the point where like you kind of uh, overload. Yeah. And and at, at a certain point, the hotel room that I was in just started free falling. I mean, I looked up and I could see like a, like an elevator shaft that it was like falling through, and I was just in free fall, like whoa. And then I'm. Everything like wow, you know, I got in the bathtub and I'm like sitting in the bathtub and my feet were like 30 yards away. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was just like my whole like depth perception, like right. just like out the window. I'm and dying like, to do that one time. I remember thinking like, man, I'm so cool. <laughs> like Jim Morrison doesn't have anything on me. Did you ever think though, like, oh, look how big my feet are? I could step off the balcony. That's what would make me nervous. Mm, no, I don't think. Uh, you could still have your common sense about you. I think you could know better than to jump off the balcony. I need to. Do, I want to do. I want to do uh, uh, acid, but I need to be strictly acid, watched. Right. I don't know. You can't even do I acid, mean, I, though, I, right? I, oh, of course not. At this yeah. point, no. I can't. I can't do anything now. But I, I took a lot of acid. The first time I ever really tripped on acid was at a Grateful Dead concert in uh, November of 1990. Uh-huh. I remember because I was like keeping a journal at the time, and like I came home from the concert, I was tripping so hard. I know I had school the next day, and I was like hallucinating. I remember like uh, just seeing things kind of move around. Trails, yeah. And um, and I got in bed, and I'm like, I was like really serious about trying to like get to sleep because I had no school way. the next day. And so I'm laying in bed, and I remember being like, sort of being like mindful, careful, because I didn't want to disturb the me that was in front of me or the me that was in back of me. <laughs> there, there were literally three of me in the bed at the same time, and I was like being mindful not to disturb the other two. Very nice. <laughs> That's funny. You're the most polite then, drug addict I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> right, and then I, I mean, ever like, and never did I ever have such a cool experience again. Yeah, you know, I mean, there was some pretty cool stuff that happened but that's yeah. so funny steve-o is here steve-o is going to be at the uh, visani hall you only have one real opportunity to see him if you don't have tickets already it's uh visani restaurant comedy theater in port charlotte you can go to visani.net and it's a late show on sunday you're killing it dude yeah i, we I watched your special oh did you yeah of course you, i did of Thank course you i did so much yeah because i remember when uh I shouldn't even say this, but but when we did that show together at the was it the Hard Rock? Hard Rock, yeah. Remember, I had that girl I was dating, and she had never seen me do stand up before. And uh, you know, we went to the to that show, and I was like really psyched about it because I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd had great experiences at uh, Hard Rock casinos. But when we came out, it looked to me like like the most depressing, like you know, like just old person like retired I feel like I was doing a show at retirement <laughs> oh, no. like a retirement home where half the people already died right you know? <laughs> and like, like it was and I don't know I mean I shouldn't because t- here's I shouldn't why t- you should never talk bad about a show that you did but right. I remember like I remember being mortified because like I wasn't like getting like the, the reaction that I'm used to you, you know? need a you need a response from the crowd in right. order to know here's why okay because it's also Hard Rock Cafe 
So there's people in there eating at the other end of the cafe that right don't now, know what's going some, on. Someone at the Hard Rock just, just scratched me off their list. No, right? no, 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 because you're not talking bad about the place. No, no, yeah, not yeah. At all. And then and they had all great experiences with them. And they also give free tickets to their right. high rollers. Right. And their high rollers just like to get free stuff. So they, they may not be a fan of yours. They don't know. And right. all of a sudden they're there and they're like, oh, where's the guy from Roseanne? And then you're on stage talking about doing <laughs> drugs and they're like, what's going on? Right. So, and then Tom Green was there to throw everything off. So uh, it, it was... Trust me, I get it, and uh, and there's I, I nothing against more, I, I was mortified because here's the, the, you didn't the, do bad. It wasn't a bad show. I mean, I, I don't think it, it was it was bad, but uh, but I mean, I, I wanted to impress you too. I wanted just like uh, I was I, impressed. I stayed twice. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. The, you, know, the, you know how comedians are. We're super. Insecure. I volunteered. <laughs> I called them and I said, I want to. I don't even want to get paid. I want to do this show. I I'm so MC grateful it. for that. And, and I said, I just want to be a part of it because uh, I love these guys. And then um, then I got there and they were like. There's, by the way, there's two shows, and I went, oh, I didn't know about that. <laughs> and I think it was Tom Green. He was like, I didn't know there were two shows either. <laughs> said, That's well, not normal for casinos. No, no. But I had a good time. I didn't care. Oh, so, man. I, 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 loved, like, I just loved hanging out with you. It was great. And, yeah. and, and that you watched my comedy special means the world to oh, me. Oh, yeah, of course, dude. That, means, right. that means the world to me, because I was really happy with how that went. Because I lie to a lot of people, and I say, I'm going to come to your show. And then I <laughs> Sure. Of course. I mean, I like them, but I got things to do. I got, of I got, course. I'm playing Crossy Roads on Apple TV. I got, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> wait, dude, okay, so you were with Stacy when you were Stacey, here. Correct. I thought, man, I thought she might have been the one before you because she was like, she classed it up and she had an accent and all that stuff. And the right. next thing you know, I, it's over. And yeah. and I don't and you know you and I don't really like talk a lot during the year. You know I was like I was gonna text you on the on the drive up here because I was like because you were talking to that guy's mom. Yeah yeah yeah. And I was just I was gonna text you like wow like, like I'm I'm glad that uh, I'm you know coming into a nice light. Keeping it light, keeping it light for me this morning. That was a heavy heavy and. I don't know what to expect. The guy's in my neighborhood hiding in the woods. If I see him, I'm going to shoot him in the face. And I wanted to talk to his mom. I and know. we finally got her on. So. But, dude, like, in that interview, and not to you know go on a tangent here, but uh, but I was really impressed by you because here you're asking, I mean, like, talk about sensitive subject matter. Yeah. Like, oh, so you think that your son's killed himself already, huh? Like, yeah. You know, like, oh, she's, she handed it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you really walked a tightrope in that. and you know, like, Sometimes like, I care about the people that I'm talking to. Sure. And sometimes I don't. It really is based on them. Like, like I mean, it's I say it's a it's a balancing act because it's like here, you know, it's super sensitive, and you're at you're like, yo, so your son's a real pile, you know, like everybody, <laughs> you know, like right. I just I just felt that you handled that. Really, I started really off. Well. I wanted to tell her, listen. I live in that area. If I see him, I'm gonna shoot him in my backyard. But then when I got on the phone with her, I, she was sweet, and she I felt so, bad with her. She you was got super sweet. You got seven kids. You're gonna assume one of them's an ass. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I felt <laughs> I felt bad for her, and she's like, "Look, we try everything." And she started yeah. doing mad, and I felt bad. So I don't want to be mean was, to her. It, it was it was this this crazy like not sensitive at all, but like but, but <laughs> yeah. warm. Right, like, right, you, right. you were like you were like really like. I was just impressed with that interview, but um, but in any case, uh, yeah. Don't try to don't try to skate away from relationship right, talk. Right, right. What, <laughs> where did it go wrong with you and Stacy? Do you just get tired of chicks after a while? Um, you know what I think. I don't mean that like in a bad way. No, I mean, well, like, that you, dude, you hit yeah. me right in the head. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, like that's pretty much. Tommy Lee broke up with Pamela Anderson. That's after a while you just get sick of it. You know, I was even telling these guys from the club on the way up. I was just like, man, you know, like talking about like life on the road as a comedian. It's it, it's kind of no way to live. Like you're in you know hotels. It's like- the best way to live. When you're, <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you, I'm married for 13 years. Uh-huh. Okay, if if on Tuesday I said to my wife, well. 
got to go to Cleveland. See you on Monday. It'd be the best marriage ever. Right. <laughs> I mean. Hey, for her, too. Because by Wednesday, she's like, get out of my life. Right. And then you're like, okay, but I'll see you in a couple of days. Right. Every weekend. But but the thing is that, that what I was saying is that uh, everything that, you, that you're, you're kind of denied by in, in that lifestyle, you know, like, which is sort of like a like home, stable yeah, relationship, yeah, yeah. like family. Like I, I'm, I'm at a point where I almost feel like I'm just not cut out for it. Yeah, you know? that may be true. I'm at least you're being honest it. with yourself. Right. You don't force yourself into it, even though because she had kids and you she were good had, with the kids, yeah. and you don't want to pretend you're going to be that guy and then never be that guy. Dude, it was the, it was the worst, man. Like a, like a, of, of of any relationship that I just like felt like the worst person coming out of. Yeah, like it, it, it's it's that one. Yeah, you know? really. Because, like I go into it. There's just something wrong with me, man. I go into a relationship and I'm just like head over heels and this is the most like incredible person and I'm just so in love and I'm just saying all this crazy stuff and like and ultimately like just like luring them in to like really just like you know fall for me and right, like and, right. and, then, and then like you know I've lured them in and 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 then I just kind of lose interest yeah, yeah, and I yeah. just like go turn cold and then I just And what do you say? withdraw and How then, do you get out? Well, I mean in that case like legitimately there was like she lives in england and has yeah. kids and i live in los angeles and like you know even better i mean so <laughs> so there, like there was enough going on like uh that served as obstacles in that relationship that i could kind of just sort of say hey look you know this is like what are we, who are we fooling you right, know? who right. are we fooling like this isn't gonna work um but but of course like that was just a really tough one, and and I felt I felt terrible, man. And it's been like like over and over and over, where like oh my god, uh, maybe I'm just not cut out for relationships. Maybe I should just be on Tinder, you know? <laughs> yeah, I just do. <laughs> yeah, uh, if I had a little bit of fame, I'd be a Tinder Tinder in every city. I'd be like Tindering it up. I I would leave a trail. How how? So wait a second. So how long before Stacy do you hop in another relationship? Uh, I think that there was about six months there. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, are you still uh, in a relationship? No. You're out of Kat Von D <laughs> already? Right. Yeah. You Kat Von out? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Now, did you know her before you had a relationship I, I, knew, I knew Kat for, uh, and, and I love Kat so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I knew Kat for 10 years. Okay. Um, so it, then where do you where do you decide it's going to get romantic? Oh, man. Well, we were kind of romantic um, back Ten years ago, uh, really, like we dated in 2007, and I was just a pile. Neither of us were sober at the time, right? And Cat um, kind of like I would describe that uh, she kind of wanted to rescue me from myself at the time, uh -huh. and um, it was like uh, it's kind of that was the dynamic, and and she um, would get get me really to a place where I'm like, oh, you know, like I'd, I'd be like lucid on it on a given day and I'd be like, oh, and she'd be like, you're so great when you're sober and I would promise her like, I'm not going to do drugs anymore. You yeah, know, like yeah. I'm just going to, I'm just going to be this way. This is great. I'm so happy with you and I'm going to, and then like, ultimately I would just be back on drugs and she would like show up at my apartment and I'd be swimming in like an ocean of these whippet cartridges and, right. and ultimately like she just, it was just too heartbreaking for her, and she just had to just, just dip out. You but know? now, sober, but then, right? And so, and and that's what it really was back in the day. And then, like, and I took it terribly when when uh, when when she cut me loose. Bet you know, in two thousand seven, right? I really took it hard. You know, I was like super heartbroken, and like my way of dealing with that was to lash out in like really nasty ways. Mm. You know, as such that she should not 
have ever really forgiven Talk me. to you again. She yeah. should have just never forgiven me because I was so nasty about it. Wow. And um, the thing was, and, and like when I was in rehab, like I wrote her, I wrote her a letter, like sort of saying like how you know how terrible I felt, and and she gave me this response that was. Uh, the most evolved, like, mature. She said, hey, you know, like, of all the things, the nasty things that you did to me, I never took any of it personally. Because she knew it was where it was coming she, from. She knew it. She said, I knew that it had nothing to do with me. It had everything to do with it, with what you were going through. And I just wanted you to get better, and I'm glad that now you're getting better. And she's, no, that's she's good. Like, I, never, I, I, I never needed to forgive you because I never took anything personally. And I'm like, wow. Um, I, of course, carried, like, a lot of shame for that for a long time. And, uh, you know, years later, you know, we were kind of reintroduced to each other for, for a, a good couple of years yeah. before we, uh, before we got romantic. And, um, she had no idea that I had like, you know, never gotten over her and like, oh, really? I was, you know, like just, you know, and, and it started, there was like a lot of healing that was going on and, and, um, ultimately, uh, I don't know. I just, we, we just sort of went for it and, um. It just wasn't going to work. I mean, I don't have anything negative to say. It just, we just. I you got know. sick of that one too, didn't you? Yeah, it was less <laughs> that than it was just, it was just, we're just, it was just super intense, you know? And the, the intensity was like, it, it, it just created kind of friction. Yeah. Not that anybody was right or wrong. It was just that we kind of You think she's the same way as you that she might be getting cuz you know, she's gone through some pretty famous people and she gets <laughs> sick after a while. One day Probably. she woke up and realized Nikki Six had old balls and she's like, oh, <laughs> "Don't him. Move on to the next guy." Like, she well, I guess when you're coming from that point of fame, maybe you get sick of each other. I I, th I think that there there's you know, there's like a whole like sort of science or or whatever like the the study of of love addiction and yeah I think, you know and a lot of people don't believe that it's real but i think it is and i think that that kind of is wanting to be in love more than the person believing that you're in love yeah like like, like uh the, the idea of love and like you know i mean i don't know there's, robert there, palmer there, there, addicted a, to love at a best <laughs> there, there's there's a lot going on there and uh i don't know i just i just have so much love and admiration for for cat and, and well that's just, good it, it that's just you, wasn't it just wasn't gonna work well that's good that it, but you got you got some you tied up some loose ends and you guys are still on good terms and that's good um, for your health health I don't think that there's any animosity. I mean, we're not really on any terms at this point. Right. But, um, but yeah, like as far as like sort of, um, you know, healing from from a lot of stuff I was beating myself up over, you know, back in the day, I'm I'm really glad that that kind of was put to bed. When did that end? How long ago? March second. Oh, you, you, you got the date and everything. You put that in a diary, dear diary. Today, cat round two is over. <laughs> I just remember it was March second. I didn't I know. I was do you even know you're over? Do you get jealous when you read like in the paper now if she's dating like Brett Michaels or something? You're like, ah, oh, Brett Michaels. Is he? Oh, I made no. it up. I'm just saying. That. I'm just making it. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, like, I would have trouble believing that. But, uh, <laughs> No, I, I think that I could handle that, you know. Um, like, I don't care about my ex-girlfriend, but when I find out she's dating some guy who's cooler than I am or not, or, or has his own cool aspect, I'm like, wait a second, why is she doing that, you know? Um, I, I don't – it's hard for me to, to gauge how I would, how I'd feel about that. Mm. Um, but uh, – because I don't want to say, oh, I wouldn't care, you know. I don't right. want to say that, but then, you know, at the same time, uh, I really – just, I'm, I'm really pretty sure that we're just not supposed to be romantically. Did she tattoo you anywhere? We, uh... 
This is great because it's just a yes or no question, and you've not said yes or <laughs> no. no but like so. way, way back in the day, like oh, I, yeah? I, I was like I, I might have been the only person to tattoo her oh. on her show. Oh, oh yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if anybody else did or not, but certainly like that was more of an exception than the rule. Gotcha. Um, and I tattooed like a, a skull with a thing that said like S Heart K. Adorable. <laughs> right. Did she cover it? No, I don't no, know. She's no, not, she, she, she kept it for 10 years, and, and I couldn't understand why. Yeah, like, yeah. I honestly, like, I was just such a, just a you know, just such a nasty guy. We, had, you and I talked about getting matching tattoos last time you were what here. Did we go Let's go get a skull. It says S and M inside of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. There you go, S and M. S and M, that would be great. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm trying to do, I want to do, like, a full sleeve on this arm, but I keep running out of ideas, uh-huh. so I'll just, I'll put anything on it at this point. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think you want to play tattoo roulette with Steve. No, I don't. I think I got, he's going to win kids. that. I, he's yeah. like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I don't even have uh, you have much urge to get more tattoos. I do. I don't know why. I don't know what I'm running from. What I'm trying to cover up. I don't know. Right. It's something, huh? Uh, well, what will you uh, do while you're here all the, these couple of days? Um, Your well, family down here? My family's on the east coast of Florida. Oh, okay. So, uh I'm not going to make it out there on this trip. Um, you travel alone, or you travel? No, I travel with a, with a road dog. The dude that's always with you, uh-huh. and all your Snapchat videos. Right, right. Okay, so my favorite was because it took him a while. When he was here last time, he was still a little shy. Like right. you know, now you guys were on the plane and you were sleeping, and he smacked you right <laughs> in the face. And I thought right. he's got some balls about him now. Ah, uh, he's great. Yeah, he's great. I, I love him so much. You know, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned my Snapchat too. Like, I go through phases with it. You know, like where I'll be like super hot and doing like real crazy stuff, and then I'll just get quiet for a while. But I love it when I when I turn up the heat on that. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I it's, it keeps you. You're one of the few people you got a little like a little star or something next to right. it. Now, it's, I isn't think. it like a little fire thing? Yeah, or something. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I, I yeah, I dig it that you still uh, pay attention to it, keep it alive. Steve O is going to be at the Visani Restaurant and Comedy Theater in uh, Port Charlotte. There are shows tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday, and you will probably only get into the Sunday nine forty five show because yeah, the rest of it's sold, sold out. out. Yeah, everything was sold out before. And thank you, Port Charlotte. Thank you, South Florida. Like yeah, I mean, it's, I love Florida, and I'm so grateful that that uh, you know here I'm in that position where. Everything sold out, and we added a show. Like, you know, who wants to go to a comedy club at, like, 10 p.m. on a Sunday night? So, yeah, you know? but if so, you're selling it out, oh, you're no, selling it's, it's it out. Gonna yeah. be, it's going to be totally sold out, and and, and I love that. Um, and, dude, like, what – I'm sure it's the last thing that you want to talk about. Like, no, the, I want to talk about the, anything. About the, like, the Bubba controversy. Yeah. And, like, dude, I just wanted to say – I've said it before, and I just, like, you know, I'll say it again, that, like, I had Tampa, like – crossed off my list for for like you know i was avoiding tampa yeah because i felt like i could not effectively do any shows in tampa and and properly promote them without going on bubba's show uh-huh and it was just like oh so boy have those times changed i just totally i just totally was avoiding it yeah and, and it wasn't anything that was like it was completely like by accident the one time i showed up uh you know i was new doing comedy it was 2011 and i was at the tampa improv and i came in to promote my shows and i walked in and bubba i'd never met him i didn't know what was going on and he's like yeah 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 and he's showing me all these crazy videos where they're doing like jackass stuff right but it was all really dark and like I, it was like kind of not like it, it just kind of bummed me out yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and 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 i was i was like oh ugh, you know like yeah. and he was like he was upset it's like I, watching a snuff film 
Totally. Yeah, yeah after exact- it's over, you're like, I'm not getting ex- excited from this. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. And, and it really offended him that I didn't sort of get excited about what he was showing me. But he was like, oh, okay, no, it's cool. And then he had this, uh, like, soccer ball that they had glued tacks, tacks yeah, on. Yeah, I remember, yeah. And they're going to kick it at this guy's back. And I'm like, wow, like, you know, attacking your vertebrae. I mean, that's like spinal cord injury. Like, right. I really, I'm going to go ahead and like, have nothing to do with this. And that was the ultimate offense. And and I didn't like want to offend anybody. I just wasn't into it. You didn't want to see the guy get paralyzed, right? Yeah, how right. dare you? <laughs> right. Yeah. I didn't want. I didn't want. And I just kind of left. And, mm-hmm. and and from that point on, it was sort of like it was like all out war. You know, like here, like Bubba's just super like against Stevo and right. Big I didn't. Cry I, didn't baby. I didn't. I didn't want that. And I was like super bummed about it. But there was just so much like negativity coming from that. And I thought, oh no, I can't go to Tampa anymore. Surprise! Right now, and, you're selling out six shows in Port Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> without him and his hack it, 90s radio it's bitch. It's crazy. And, and like, I mean, I don't want to like pile on too much. No, but, no, I, but, but I heard him on Howard Stern, like, like trying to say that like you put out a sex tape or something. Did he accuse you of that? Yes. The, the, the Hulk Hogan thing. He said that you did it. Yeah. So that, so that, so that he would be fired and then you could take over his job. And does that make any sense? I mean, it, it it doesn't make much sense to me, man. But uh, <laughs> but I'm just like I, I love like your reach. Has your reach grown? Because like you're all the way down to Fort Myers. Was we that- uh, well we we go we have a, we have the one of the strongest FM signals in the entire country, and we have like one of the tallest. Our tower is like one of the tallest structures in the world. So because Florida is so flat, we go everywhere. Uh, okay. And I mean we go we go down to Fort Myers, <laughs> we go down to Orlando, we go down to, so. We're we're all over the uh, state, but we so we have a band. We have a, our show has like a cover band that we play uh-huh. in, and we 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 play in Port Charlotte. Like that's technically two markets away from us, right. radio wise. Sure. But we play out there. We play in Fort Myers. We play out, and we play all over the place. So uh, we find that anything we call it over the bridge, anything over that Skyway Bridge in Sarasota, Bradenton, Palmetto. All the way down to Fort Myers have been so supportive of this show sure. that anything we do, and I think I think it was Ralphie was the first person to play. Right? Was it Ralphie the first person to play uh, Visani that we really started promoting because we didn't right. even know that it was out there? You know. And, and thanks for mentioning Visani. These guys were like so thrilled to come up here. Like like they're like just like oh my they they listen to your show uh, like all the time. That like, means avid, a ton to me, man. Avidly. It does. And uh, and and the one guy, his, his girl called him out. He's like, "Oh, dude! Like, both like uh, both these dudes are coming up. Like, right. They're just giddy. They're just giddy. <laughs> the, fact that, the fact that they're sitting on their sofa. Like, they're they are really really stoked. So they're not dating." No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just making a joke. I'm just making a joke. But I mean, no, they, and, and they got a great, great operation going down there, man. I'm real impressed. Good. With, uh, right. That's awesome. Visani. Hang out. You don't have to leave, right? Oh, Hang yeah, out. Absolutely okay. Not. Let me take a break. Stoked play some commercials. Come back. Steve O is here. Uh, Visani is f i. I'm sorry. F v i s a n i dot net is their uh, is their website address. They have one show available. The late night show on Sunday. I promise you it'll be great. It's out there on King's Highway. We'll take a break. We'll be back with more with Steve-O. It's the Mike Calter Show. The Mike Calter Show on 102.5 The Bone. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.